What's up, everyone? Welcome to Luke's Mind Power. This podcast is produced to enlighten, inspire, motivate, and move you into your power place. Your mind is powerful, and when you connect it with your heart, you become superpowered. That is why I believe that loving yourself is the secret to success and living your dreams. I'm your host, Luke Mindpower. Let's begin. All right, what's going on, everybody? This is the Ultimate Success Coach. This is Luke Mindpower. I hope you're having a great day. Another episode of Luke's Mindpower Podcast. It's great to have you here. I have an amazing individual with me today. Her name is Jessica. She's from Yorkshire, England, and she's a Reiki practitioner and intuitive coach on inner alchemy and relationships with the powerful self that we all are. She currently is writing a book and envisions herself gracing the stages around the world, lifting people up and inspiring people to rebuild their soul connection. She spent a year and a half traveling, which pulled her out of her comfort zone and routine and drastically changed her life. She posts amazing content on her social media and it's a blessing to have her on the show. So please help me in welcoming Jessica. Thank you. Hi, everyone. I'm Jess. It's nice to meet you all. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much yes, for, for coming on and uh, sharing, sh- being, being open, you know, being open to be able to share your story. So uh, let's go straight into it. You know, how did you get to where you are now? And, you know, tell us a little bit about that, that journey. You know, what sparked that that year and a half uh, traveling adventure that actually allowed you to get out of your comfort zone and, and yeah, where did that come from? Where did it come from? Well, um, I spent a lot of time, well, start with my roots. So I'm from a town called Goul in Yorkshire and it's not the best town. It's quite a small town and there's sort of a lot of violence and I grew up, um, being bullied and um, I had quite a difficult relationship with my mother and it was really really tough growing up with the relationship that I had with my mother and also the things that were going on in school so I really really struggled to fit in I always felt like I didn't really belong I was highly sensitive I just I tried to mold myself into something that I wasn't to try and fit in with the world around me and but I always felt really really different and I always felt I was hiding behind some kind of mask so I spent a lot of my time drinking because I turned to alcohol from the age of 14 to really try and cope with the inner turmoil you know how we do we if we're struggling on the inside we're looking for things on the outside to try and rectify so from the age of about 14, I started drinking and to the point where my parents actually found me on a riverbank, um, on the riverbank across the road. Someone had run, one of my friends had run to my parents and said that I was passed out. So covered in tin foil um, by, the, like, by the ambulance and then I ended up in a hospital and it, it kind of all spiralled from there really. So I was just trying to find something that I was never going to find outside of myself. Um, so that was where it sort of began because I drank heavily from the age of about 14 to up until I was about 31 when I was in the midst of traveling and traveling was my way of breaking the cycle because I just thought 
I was so codependent on my parents and I just thought I've got to get away from everything that I know everything that's the only way that I'm going to be able to sort myself out it was get away from all my friends that um are an influence in the drinking like not that I'm, I'm obviously not blaming them but it was the cycle I was stuck in this cycle that I just had to break my way out of so I decided to go to Southeast Asia in Australia um but also I lost one of my friends to cancer so a brain brain tumor uh probably about three years before that four years before that so I'd from doing that I'd kind of realized how short life is and how much I wanted to to see the world because she didn't get the chance mm -hmm. to so that's kind of where it came from Jessica how does that make you feel that like you've been through so much it kind of feels like another life to be honest it, because I struggled through depression as well and it, it feels like a, a lifetime ago I just can't believe that this same person felt that way. Um, I lost my grandfather and I had a very strong bond to my, to my dad and it was actually my dad's uncle, it's a really weird story, but his, his uncle married his mum when his dad died. So when my granddad died, who I knew as my granddad, um, I could feel everything that my dad was feeling as well as like my own feelings around the situation so it was just really really intense because I used to spend a lot of time with my granddad when I was younger we, I used to go around every Sunday and it was that real feeling of unconditional love you know without all of the drama it was just there, there was no drama there it was just I could just be myself when I went to my granddad's house so we lost him um, and the intensity of the of that loss as well as like a load of family drama that was going on, as it usually is. Um, and I was going through a tough time at work as well. So I was working in a job that I really couldn't stand for about eight years in retail, couldn't stand it. And it got to a point where I was just like, I wanted to say, I just don't care <laughs> about, about any of it. Um, but the manager that I was working for was trying to manage me out as well. Um, and I'd worked really hard there and it, so it was a really tough time all around. And I think the excess of the pressure on my mind from all of the negativity that I was putting on myself over an extended period caused like sort of the, the serotonin to, to drop and I literally just spiraled. And at that point I was just in my bed, in bed every day. Um, I didn't want to get up. I was still going to work, you know, reluctantly because even even with my depression, my work were kind of like, what do you mean you want to leave work on time to go get your antidepressants from the doctor? You haven't finished this. You need to finish this before you go. And it's kind of like, this is my mental health, like, and you're not letting me leave work. So, but I was just my negativity about everything that I was experiencing, rather than trying to understand why I was experiencing it because I had that sort of the thought patterns um, that I'd inherited, I guess, from, from being a young child, it was, it was all negative to me. It was like, oh, I'm the victim to everything that I'm experiencing. But when really it was just all just teaching me things, I just couldn't see that at the time. So that, that negativity and that, it just took me into a place of depression. I didn't want to see anyone. I didn't want to do anything. Um, I felt numb one minute and then emotionally, 
I was exploding the next. So yes. Yeah. Well, look, I, I've had my own experiences of, you know, being, feeling anxious, you know, self-sabotaging, uh, even recently having a, a depressive experience that I, I had to go through. And, and yeah, I was in that dark place. I, I completely lost my sense of self. I completely lost Luke mind power. I wasn't Luke mind power anymore. And, and this is only a few months ago. And again, this is the whole part of the, the healing process of allowing yourself to be aware and intentional with what's happening to you in the present moment. Mm. And I basically went back to being that 14 year old boy that was insecure, that was yeah. lacking attention, that wasn't give, wasn't feeling the love, you know, and it's not my parents' fault. It, they did the best that they could to raise four children. Right. But I felt disconnected. You know, I didn't love myself. I didn't feel good enough. You know, I allowed the, the bullies and the name calling to, I believe that. I believed that when someone called me skinny or mum told me I had to sit at the table and eat all the food, I couldn't leave the table until I finished the food, right? Everybody else could leave, but I couldn't leave. And those kind of little yeah. experiences have traumatized me. That's, that's the reality, right? And I believe that. And I've believed it for so long. And, and that's why it's, it's, it's uh, this moment where you, you go, Hey, it's not their fault. Right. Yeah. Cause again, uh, everybody is only uh, projecting and expressing themselves from their own experiences of what they have gone through in their own life. Right. So mm. then you move back down the line to their parents and you think yeah. about what their parents went through and how they raised them. And, you know, if you go back 50 years or a hundred years, a lot of these people were living in really depressive states of mind, you know, poverty and war and trauma and negativity and oppression. Right. And here we are trying to live in 2020. We're carrying all of that trauma. We're carrying all of that. And it's not until you actually stop right now, and bring it to your attention and say, yeah, why do I have these thought patterns? Why do I feel the way I feel? Why do these emotions come up? Why, why am I so reactive when someone says this or someone says that? And it's, it was that moment where I actually had to sit with myself. And I, all I did was I just started researching. That was how my mind worked. I went on to, I went on to YouTube straight away and I said, how to heal your inner child, how to deal with emotional triggers, right? Because that's what was happening to me. I was being triggered by certain mm. words and certain things that I was hearing and something that my mom would say to me about my weight, all of a sudden, bang, I just lost it. And yeah. I'm like, why, why did I do that? Do we ever stop to think and say, hey, why did I say it that, that way? Why did I feel that way? And it's only until you start to do that inner work and, and start bringing it to your attention as to why you are the way that you are and why you do the things that you do is the only time where you're actually going to discover who you are. And then actually I had to bring that to my attention to my parents and actually speak to them. And that was a part of how I dealt with my healing journey so that I could learn more about myself. And now, wow. I'm, I'm at, I'm in such a peaceful place when I'm communicating with my parents now. It's amazing, yeah. but, but you have to, you have to do the, do the work. And that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't do. They're not willing to 
take action and do the work and, and, and approach those difficult conversations with those specific people yeah. of, of why you're being triggered, how you feel, uh, mm. and actually expressing it because otherwise you're holding it in. And every time you don't let something out, especially if it's your intuition speaking to you, you're basically starting a war with yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just trapping all that energy inside everything that you're feeling. Um, that's, <clears throat> that's interesting because yeah, those thought patterns and things, although we talk about, yeah, we're not willing to do the work and things when I was stuck in that place, yeah. I didn't yeah. realize I was capable of being any different. And I think that's a problem people struggle with at the moment is thinking that I was like, hang on a minute. Like I'll never love myself that at that point. Um, but then I asked myself the question, how do I love myself? Like how, how do I do that? And I'd written that, that specific question in a journal. And like I said, it seems like a lifetime ago now because I look at it and I'm just like, I don't recognize that traumatized little girl that was there but it's it's that and we say we say we have that quote like no one will ever learn love you unless you learn to love yourself which is so it's so true or you're not going to feel loved by other people I think unless you learn to connect to yourself in that way but at the same time like I think no one where who teaches you like no one teaches you how to do that i mean they do the information is out there but in the traditional system we're just learning how to be in our logical minds i think and that's that's a big problem today and i think that was what i was really struggling with is that i just didn't know it was possible i looked at everyone around me and i just thought they had something inside them that i didn't have or i couldn't possess um yeah so yeah, I'm feeling you. Hey, talk to us about um, the astrological connection that you have with the universe. Okay. Um, so I think, well, we're all, I think we're all the same at a core level. We're all equal. Yeah, um, but with I, our I, astrological placements, we have so many different challenges to overcome that other people don't have. So we all have, we all have different challenges and different things to face and different lessons to learn. And the same way we have a, a specific life path number that tells us about our journey as well. So I think although we can we can sort of overcome these astral energies that we have inside of us and we can we can really look at our challenges and we can we can alchemize um, some of the things, some of the challenges that we're facing. It's like in the tarot, they have like the wands and the swords um, they have the four different suits, the pentacles. But then they also have the magician and they also have like the empress, which is someone that embodies all of those things. So they learn how to energetically connect to each sign and each aspect. It's kind of like the archetypes in that way. Um, but with the astrological placements, I'd say I'm a Pisces moon and I've got a hell of a lot of water and Neptune in my chart. So already just by looking at that, I can see how that makes me so emotional, how how I'm so connected to water and I can see why I feel that way. And because, and then the astrological placements, if you look up your natal chart, which is actually free to do um, the, on the astrology website, it'll explain to you exactly why you are the way you are. And I think that's such a comforting thing. I think it's more of a comfort than anything, than anything. but also it helps you to understand that you can, 
you can overcome that and that energy and you don't have to live in those traits that you were born with i think hey jessica so if someone's listening and they haven't really heard about this whole astrology side of the universe and how to understand yourself better using these kind of readings and stuff like that how do you explain it to them? Because, you know, even for myself, I, I don't know that much about it. I've learned a little bit about it now that I'm, yeah. you know, spiritually awakened or, you know, more conscious and more aware of my thoughts and who I am and, and all that kind of mm. stuff. So how do you explain it to someone who has never really like, I mean, I, all I remember being a, being a kid was every time my mum would see horoscopes or see that kind of stuff in a newspaper, she'd tell me that it's, it's new age and that it's like, it, it would be a negative reaction from her. So, so, you know, um, yeah. How do you explain it to someone who doesn't follow it or never heard of it before? It's so interesting that you say that because I grew up with a Christian mother. Um, and so anything new age or spiritual in the sense is very like, that's evil. That's, yeah. that's wrong. You shouldn't <laughs> do that because that's how, that's what her church taught her. Um, whereas I just believe that anything around us is just a tool. Um, whereas I think there's things like astrology and tarot, we can become too dependent on things like that sometimes to try and explain everything. And we get caught up in like the outside world and what, what we're seeing around us. Um, but it's just a tool like anything else. Yeah. But it's a tool that was created thousands and thousands of years ago by people that quite frankly, we're far more advanced than we are if they could map out all of the things in the sky and figure out how that influenced people. And I think if people say that sort of thing is crazy or it's mad or it's a load of, yeah, I won't, I won't swear. <laughs> um, but if people say that, the moon influences the tides of the water. And so we're 70% water. So the moon influences us and the rest of the planets, planets influence us as well. But I, yeah, I would say to anyone to, to go on one of these websites and just look up the natal chart because it, it just rolls it all out for you. It shows you where all the planets were in the sky when you were born and it explains all of your sort of characteristics, but it writes it all out. It gives a really, really detailed report for free. Um, but I just think it's really comforting. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling, yeah. I'm feeling the comfort in, in the way that you're delivering your message. You know, it's, uh, it's really awesome, you know, and yeah, it definitely has allowed me to, to be more, connected with my spirit and even doing a 72 hour water fast and doing it while it was, while it's a full moon uh, allowed me to understand the power of energy, the power of the universe, the power of the energy from the moon as well. Uh, yeah. But not only that, I learned also the power of the energy from, from the sun and by living in the Shaolin temple, that was something that we did uh, every time it was sunny, we were standing outside in the middle of the temple and and sometimes we're meditating sometimes we're doing tai chi and 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 the shifu the teacher was was uh, always talking about the energy from the sun and and uh receiving the chi he called it the chi that's what they call energy mm. and 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 it's funny because 
all my life, you know, you've been told to put sunscreen on and to cover yourself up when you go outside so that you don't get burnt. Right. Mm. And, uh, and, yeah. and it's crazy, man. And, and so I'm like, man, vitamin D from the sun is like p- powerful energy for, mm-hmm. for your, for your, for yourself. Right. So now I love to go outside and when I feel the sun on my body, I embrace it consciously to know that I'm being fueled in a sense. Right. Uh, and I do that now as well. When I go outside in the evening and I see the stars and I see the, uh, the, the moon, I love to just gaze at the sky and, and just, I feel connected with the universe and I'm just like, I'm, I'm yeah. one with all creation and, and uh, I'm part of the universe. I'm just a small piece of it, you know? And, and it's amazing. Yeah. Like, especially like when you think about the earth and you think about, the rotation of the sun, the moon, the planets and everything like that. That's powerful, powerful energy right there. Yeah, really. Yeah. And um, when I was younger, I used to, well, I, cause I had a lot of arguments with my mum, like you were talking about the triggering. Um, that was, that was part of me recognizing actually how, why I was the way I was. It was the fact that there was only one person in my environment that that managed to trigger me and get under my skin so that was sort of the beginning of that but when i was younger when i was a teenager and my mum was also going through menopause so i mean yeah you can imagine the household but i used to just get to get away i used to just run across to the riverbank and sit i used to just sit in silence and stare up at the stars and since since i was a kid i've always felt really connected to the stars really connected to the moon as well especially um but yeah and i've noticed as well i started going out in nature when i was in australia i spent a lot of time here in the pub before i went away it was kind of like i went over to australia and people were like where's well, good to visit in england i'm like and now a short message from our sponsors usc what's up guys this is lmp now if you know me you know that over two years ago i was not living my purpose passion or dream. I was lost, insecure, and confused, working a nine to five and trying to pay my debts. I wanted my own independence and meaning. Well, let me tell you a secret. That can change very quickly if you are ready. I have never been so wealthy and healthy and in harmony in my life. I am not called the ultimate success coach for no reason. If you want the ultimate life and you are ready, it does not matter what your niche or talent is. Rest assured, With your action and my guidance, that is where we are headed. My Ultimate Success Coaching is now opening the vault to assist you into taking your life to the peak of the mountain. Want to stop wasting money and start making money? You will not want to miss this life-changing opportunity. What would life be like if you were getting paid for doing what you love? Living your purpose and traveling the world. Now, with the world in crisis, there is no better time than to be online building your brand. What if you could create a media empire? How might that impact your business? Imagine being the author of a best-selling book. Imagine creating a successful high-income producing podcast. Imagine having a top-performing YouTube channel. What if you could learn how to master Facebook and IG marketing? What if you were given the top six targeted strategies for branding your business? Well, this is your day. Me and my team are here to assist you to create, launch, and thrive in this new economy. Podcasting is the new radio. YouTube is the second leading search engine and new TV. A best-selling book is the new business card and magazine without the competition. If you know Amazon, Nike, Tesla, or Coke, you know how big a deal it is to be branded. With myself and my team, 
we are here to help you to go from surviving to thriving. Are you ready? Go ahead today and sign up to begin to have massive success. The link is in the show notes or simply visit lukemindpower.com and book yourself in for a complimentary call. Now, let's get back to the podcast. Well, do you know, I spent a lot, I don't know. It was kind of embarrassing. It's kind of like, oh my, I've just wasted my time at home. So now I sort of make a habit of going to visit little places at home. But it was when I was in Australia that I started going out hiking quite a lot and, and really connecting with nature, connecting with the sun. Um, and it was that that made me feel connected to everything. It was that that made me feel the love for myself that I needed to feel, which is because I just realized, wow, I'm a part of it, like you said. Yeah. Well, if you go outside of Earth, right, go on to, uh, go on to the moon and have a, look at the, have a look at if you could leave Earth and you could travel to the moon and you were standing on the moon, Good then you would be looking at Earth, right? You'd be looking at Earth and let's say you're in Earth, then I would be looking at the whole universe and Earth is a part of the universe and you're in Earth. So you're, you make up a part of, a part of the whole universe, right? <laughs> and that's yeah. incredible. And that's why I, I believe, and that's why I believe that, that the universe is within me as well. And, and you can call that mm. God source mm. creation, whatever it is, yeah. uh, the d- divine. Uh, I, I like to, I like to say that, you know, I am the universe and, yeah. and, and we all are, you know, and that, it is that power that you hold within yourself, but it, t- but it, but it's about uncovering that power because I really believe that we've been dumbed down the way that society is and the way that it holds us down through negative programming. And again, from what our parents experienced a hundred years ago, our grandparents, our grandparents, parents and all that. Yeah. yeah, There's there's just so much negativity and, and control as well from, uh, from the TV media uh, that that really suppresses people's emotions and and lifestyle of who they could be if they really shut everything down and mm, refocused on themselves, and that's something that I practice now, which is really I'm I'm in a really powerful uh, powerful place in my journey right now of of personal growth and transformation is that. I'm living at my parents' place and I'm not distracted. I'm not allowing myself to be distracted by, by anyone. I don't watch TV. I've got a really strict schedule of what I'm doing and, and I'm running my, my success coaching business as well. And so it's, I'm feeling the power. I'm feeling the power of not being influenced by the outside world. Yeah. And, and again, you know what I, I think sometimes because you're, let's say you're doing that Monday to Friday job, you come home, you're tired, you make dinner, you put the TV on. It's a normal thing to do. And so because yeah. most people are so used to that habit. It's a, such a strong paradigm that we're living in. It's a, it, it becomes, you know, your habitual behavior on a daily basis to do that same thing. Turn on the radio, right? turn on the radio yeah. while you're driving to work and listen to what's happening on big brother or listen to what's happening on the news or listening to what's happening uh, somewhere else. Right. Not, not what's mm-hmm. happening within your heart. 
right? Yeah. But, but somewhere else. And so that's where all of our yeah. energy, energy and attention is going is, is, you know, externally. And, and that's where we're being dumbed down. What, like our vibration, they're keeping us at a low vibe so that we can't live our purpose. We can't live our passion. We can't live out, out our mission as to why we are here. And I truly believe, you know, I've, I've created my own programs and I have my own systems that work for people as a success coach to uncover that, right? Because I truly believe that everyone's here for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that dreams exist inside of us for a reason. And I think I talk to some people and I say, what would you do if you could do anything? And they, they, they tell me like, I'd be a wrestler and I'm like, well, what's stopping you? And they're just like, Oh, stop being stupid. I'm like, no, you could do absolutely anything you want to. But I do come from a family that believe that you can't do that. And it's not possible. It's not achievable, but that's because of all the trauma that exists inside of us that makes us believe we're not worthy or that's why we're not confident because there's still things inside of us that we've not faced or we've not just cleared out. They're all just basically obstacles that we have to figure out. But if we're not willing to spend time with ourselves and get to know ourselves on a deep level, if we're not willing to break that pattern that like you said the monday to friday nine to five which is what i really had to do i was just like i'm doing the same things every day every week with the same people all the time and if we're not if we're not willing to break that pattern or to really look at ourselves then we're never going to achieve what we want to but i heard they were talking about what people regret when they're on the deathbed basically and the the one thing people regret is doing what everyone else wanted me to do and not actually doing what I wanted to do just listening to everyone else's opinions about me rather than listening to the dreams that were calling out to me so yeah yeah I think about the amount of negativity and self-doubt that I have within my mind because I'm so aware of it and, and then I think about education and I think about this, the system that all the children and, and teenagers have to go through. And I was doing an exercise yesterday um, and I was writing my obituary. And one of the things that I said that I, would, that, that I reformed was that I changed the education system so that personal development and loving yourself became the new norm in schools because mm. I wasn't taught. I wasn't taught nothing about connecting with myself. I wasn't taught anything about that, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. believe in yourself, you know, love yourself. You are enough. Uh, You know, you're, (laughs) you're, you don't need to doubt yourself. You're amazing. Uh, You know, and again, uh, we're coming from a a different generation, right? So Mm -hmm. things were a lot different in the past. And, and so I'm just looking ahead to the future as to uh, what are the possibilities of helping because everything comes from when you're a child, you know, how can we help the future children grow up and feel confident in their own skin and yeah. not, not go through depression, not go through anxiety. Uh, you know, I know that people can say, yeah, but that's what makes you that's, you know, by you being bullied and called names and going through all these different challenges and ad- adverse situations, that's what makes you who you are. And if you didn't go through those experiences, then you wouldn't be the person that you are today. Right. But imagine 
that you could empower someone from such an early age. Like that's, look, yeah. I got to say that's a dream of mine now is to have a little boy that I empower mm. from, from the, from day one, you know, and to give yeah. the attention, the affection, the love, uh, and, and the confidence to instill that confidence in himself that I didn't have within myself. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel the same way. I mean, up until a few years ago, I, I didn't want to have kids. I didn't want to pass because I felt so badly about myself. I just, I didn't want to pass those things along to, to my child and create problems and create pain for for a child that I didn't want that but recently yeah I've realized that myself as well is I just want not even just my child I just want children to have the tools that they need to really to live their lives but like you said the system well it's corrupt isn't it and not only that but the people that that are at the top of the chain or at the top of the pyramid they're all in serious pain themselves that that they're all only bothered about in profits and investment so the schools are designed to keep us in the system they don't want us to find that creative passion mm. and that's why there's more logic than there is creativity and that's I was talking about this the other day. That's the feminine energy within everyone. And Jess, I was just saying that whatever you're consuming that's negative you know, be it news or gossiping, even um, getting invested in stuff that doesn't add value to your life in a positive way. What it, what it's actually doing is it's lowering your vibration. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm because of my attention and relentless attitude now to, to really live on a high vibration, a high frequency, a high flow state, a high altitude of, of life. Mm. Um, I'm seeing how the things that keep me low vibe, I don't want anything to do with them because I know yeah. that that's where I was before. And so now that I'm living on this high vibrancy, even like alcohol, for example, I love to have a drink, but recently I had a drink with some mates and the next couple of days I wasn't hundred percent. I wasn't 150% Luke mind power. And that's how I cannot mm. live. I can't. And so that's how it's challenging because if you're not in alignment and if you're not living your purpose, your passion, and, and you're not on your life's mission in that direction, then you're not driven as much. No. Um, yeah, it's interesting you say that as well. Cause obviously I was a really big drinker. I've mentioned that. Um, at one point I was drinking every single day to just hide from myself, anything that I could do to get away from actually facing the inner turmoil that was inside of me. Um, but Reese, Reese, I haven't had a drink now since Christmas. Um, so that's, a, I never thought I'd be able to go even a month without a drink. So that is the one of the biggest achievements of my life, I think is quitting alcohol. But 
I noticed when I did have a drink that I couldn't even meditate. I could not connect to my essence because I think that alcohol extracts your essence. It, it takes that away. Um, so no, why? I, I, I just don't feel like it's me anymore. It, I just feel like that's from another life. Mm. But the fact that it's even still legal is beyond me because it, all it does is repress our emotion. And, and we talk about it like it's a big joke. When, when I was in the midst of that, I was kind of like, oh yeah, let's get, get wasted and just forget everything. And that was a big joke to me. But now that I look at it from the outside, I'm kind of like, wow, how much pain was I in? But, but that's still what's going on today. Yeah, but you think about it, right? And and how many times are you are oh, just gonna just gonna go to the pub or just gonna go have a drink with the boys or the girls so we can wind down, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, we can forget about all the stuff that I hate in my yeah, life. But, but that's but that's le- like legitimately that's where I was at for a long time, you know. And and it was using the 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 cocaine and and the drinking to actually escape the life that we were living because I mean, it did amplify your state of being. It, it did give you a sense of confidence. It did give you a sense of power, right? right? When you were, when you were under that uh, influence of that, of that uh, substance, you know? So that's why it's so addictive. If you're not, if you're not living uh, you know, again, if you're not living with intention, with purpose, with passion, and you don't have that alignment in your life. And so escaping by using alcohol and drugs is is like a normal thing to do yeah it's normal in today's society it's there's not there's not anything weird about that but now when i so said now when I, I i live in a city called york and it's really bizarre on the weekends usually at the moment it's a bit quiet with everything going on but um on the weekends it there's such a weird split in the city because it's kind all the pubs are really in the center of the city and it's a, it's a place where people come to drink during the day. So there's a lot of people on day sessions in this city. So half the people you see when you're walking through the city are, are shopping with a family. And then you've got people that are like stumbling all over themselves and, and swearing at people. And even just looking at that now, I'm just kind of like, at the time, I felt like it was the most normal thing to do. And like, well, yeah, we're having fun. We're having fun. But now when I look at it, I just think, wow, that was not a fun time. But like you said, it's when you're not actually connected, when you don't feel that confidence within you, that is a way of getting that confidence temporarily. But it's fake, isn't it? It's all, it's fake confidence. And yeah, it's funny because I used to, when I used to go to the pub, I used to dance home, listening to my music because I felt so confident. And now I dance down the street and people stare at me and I'm just kind of like, I don't care, I'm in my own little world. (laughs) Um, But people find that bizarre. But um, yeah, so I've I've found that inside of me now. So I don't need that dependency anymore that I had on alcohol and things because it's already there that feeling um, and it's constant although we all have periods of downtime that the of state of ebb and flow the the joy is so worth it yeah I, I absolutely uh, love feeling high naturally you know who knew it even existed when i, I was know <laughs> like seriously i didn't know that it was possible really and and so like 
uh, I was thinking about it today. I was like, man, I'm going to get those vodka bottles and chuck them in a bin, <laughs> you know, because they don't add, they don't add value to, to who I am and where I need to be and you know, what I need for, for my, for my own growth and journey and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it definitely, it definitely is a distraction and it's definitely tough out there for people who may be struggling or in a difficult situation in their life right now. And, you know, sometimes it is the mean, and I always say, you know, the lesson will keep showing up until you learn it. And sometimes you need to escape it a thousand times before you go, you know what, I'm not going to escape anymore. You know, uh, I'm going to face it. I'm going to face that shadow and, um, and I'm going to, you know, speak my truth and, and do what's right for me. Yeah. Um, the, it's that breaking point. Um, I'll tell a bit of a personal story, really. It's quite vulnerable, but, um, I hit that breaking point when I was in Australia because I did go and I thought, break yourself out of that. You, you're not with the same people anymore. So you don't end up drinking all the time. But I, I actually took the drinking with me for much of the, um, of the experience. And it wasn't until I was, so in Southeast Asia, I was getting so, so drunk that I'm highly sensitive. So alcohol isn't for me anyway. It never really has been. So whereas some people have that, that sort of indication where they're getting too drunk and they need to go home. I used to just like that. I'd just be gone. And people would be like, I don't know what happened. One minute you were fine. And the next minute you were just gone. It's like you weren't there anymore. And I used to snap out of it at like eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, sorry about that. I used to snap out of it about eight o'clock in the morning and be walking around and this happened to me in Melbourne when I was in Australia I was just walking around and I was like why am I here and I didn't have a clue why I was there what I was doing it's like all of a sudden a fog was just lifted and I was walking around the city with like a vest top on it was freezing and um I, I woke up with bruises on my legs and I was just like I have no idea what's happened um I was paranoid about speaking to people that I lived in the hostel with and I looked in the mirror and I just went, I just burst out crying. I was just like, I can't, what are you doing to yourself? Um, like it's that point where you just hit that breaking point and you go, I can't do this anymore. And that was that. And I started meditating um, from that day um, and I never looked back from then. Yeah. And it is these kind of experiences that the universe makes you or helps you go through, even though it's not like you, asked for it you know you didn't say hey take me through this dark tunnel where i feel like crap and i want to keep escaping my life because i'm not happy with what i've created and manifested and i've put all this work into creating this this reality that i'm living in and so i want to be pushed i want to be hurt you know uh but yeah it is that uh that point where you have to actually bring it to your own attention uh, and, and the universe will throw signs at you. Like for, for example, for me, a mate of mine mentioned to me uh, before my awakening that, you know, he asked me, Hey, um, you know, I was talking to my friend and, uh, and, and we were talking and we were wondering if you're okay. Like, are you all right? Like you seem to be doing, you know, the drugs a, a lot um, and drinking a lot, you know, um, you know? And, and so when he said that, that was like a sign for, when I look back now, I'm like, that was a sign from the universe to, to say, Hey, you need to check up on yourself. Right. Mm. And, and, yeah. and eventually, eventually I woke up, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing to think about that. But Jessica, 
uh, what kind of mark do you want to leave on the world? I just want to, a lot of people say this, but it's where you can make a difference to that one person just in the present moment. Um, I think when you're sort of walking around the streets and, and the impression that you make on one person can really cause a huge ripple effect across the universe. And I just think when you can change that one person's mood or when you can you can brighten up someone's day that then brightens up the next person's day and the next person's day and the next person's day and i think if everyone it did that we would be in a very different world right now so yeah i love it that's, that's definitely very powerful and sometimes even being uh you know on social media and and speaking and, and doing what I really love and, and being mm -hmm. uh, someone of inspiration or enlightenment or, you know, sharing yeah. stories or bringing people like yourself on my platform and, and, uh, and speaking about your own challenges. It, it is only that one person that, you know, could be in a really dark place at the moment and they hear your story and they're like, wow, I really needed to hear that. And, and, you know, I've had people in the past that have chosen to live because they heard my voice and that's the power of sharing your story and, and, and using your gift that you have of, of your voice. You know, it's a blessing to have that. And a lot of us do struggle with having the confidence to actually open our hearts and be vulnerable uh, because we're afraid of what other people are going to think of us, you know? So yeah, it's definitely a, a powerful thing, uh, you know, having that ripple effect. So I, I love it. Uh, Jessica, I want to say thank you to you for your time and your vulnerability, your transparency, sharing your story and everything that you've been through because you have gone through a lot. And I know that you're still on a healing journey and you're still uh, working on yourself and, and you, you know, you're putting in a lot of time and effort and energy into trying to be better so that then you can give more to the world. You yeah. know, the, the better that you are, and, and the, the higher frequency that you are, the more love you have within yourself, then the more love that you mm. can give to the world, you know? So, uh, you know, congratulations on actually overcoming those, uh, those challenges and, and getting to this, this place where you're at right now, because, you know, I, I'm really inspired by, by your story and, and your ability to actually show up and to, to, to say uh, yes to you you know, and, and not yeah. to let fear or self doubt or, or those, you know, uh, thoughts that, that were, were controlling you for a long time to, to, to govern your life, you know? So, mm. uh, you know, I thank you a hundred percent and it's just been great to connect with you. Thank you. It's been fantastic. I've enjoyed this a lot. Um, when you're talking about the heart, yeah, I felt really nervous when I came on, on here because this is the first one I've done. But once you get into the heart, that's it, isn't it? You can face, you can do absolutely anything that you want to um, once you feel that connection. So, yeah, thank you so much for inviting me on the podcast. I've really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Myself. Jessica, where can people find you? Have you got a podcast? you got a website, uh, social media? I have... Um, my social media i i'm just on instagram at the moment it's earplugs for the soul i also have a youtube uh, which is earplugs for the soul as well and um i'm currently working through a coaching course and i'll be releasing that quite soon uh, along with the launch of a website as well amazing so you're actually <laughs> creating a course for people to 
to uh, purchase? Yes, yeah, I'm creating a course to work. This is the first time I've spoken about it, actually. I've not actually announced it to anyone yet, but I'm working on an inner alchemy course um, to do with the relationship with self, to do with the uh, the four elements and the chakras. So I'm working really hard on that at the Beautiful. moment. Yeah. Awesome. So just one final question before we go. What is your definition of loving yourself? Definition of loving yourself? I think committing to yourself i think self-care is my definition of loving myself because without self-care without that daily sort of the routine that i force myself to because i give so much to other people often too much and don't give back to myself or that was kind of the habit that i was in so self-love to me is giving to myself so that i can actually give to other people daily it's that routine that i have with yoga meditation um giving to myself so i can give to others jessica you're amazing thank you so much thank you thank you so much for tuning in and i hope you enjoyed this episode be sure to share this with a friend or on your social platforms and leave a rating on the Apple Podcast app. This really helps us and means the universe to me and my team. For more dope content and motivation on how you can live the life of your dreams, subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link is in the show notes. I am Luke Mindpower, the ultimate success coach. And if you want to find your power and purpose in life, simply visit my website, lukemindpower.com for more info on how I can help you 10x your success. Sending you super love and positive energy. Peace. I'll talk to you soon.